podcast me adam hunter i'm here with the legend don fry looking good man looking good hey, Bert. yeah thank you how are you doing partner i'm doing good man how are you feeling uh feel more like i do now than i did when i first got here now your your eyebrows are thicker than most people's mustaches at this point <laughs> it's like it's like you have two mustaches above your above your eyes uh it's pretty yeah, absolutely my brain mustaches, you know. Did you have a full head of brain, hair? Right brain. When you came out, you had a full head of hair? When I what? When you came out of your mom's womb, did you have a full head of hair? Your balls were all hairy, the whole thing? Of course, man, of course. Uh, right. like, a little, like a little chimpanzee, you know, <laughs> a little baby mountain gorilla. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, so anyway, things are good, man. I had a show last week, uh, in um, Palm Springs. If you don't know Palm Springs, it's a very gay area, uh, beautiful area, really nice people. Um, but of course, I was there when it was like the downtown lesbian festival. Um, so I walked in with my family and there was drag queen bingo in the hotel. Uh, literally drag queen. You, you would have loved it. Um, and um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, and then the audience was like, a lot of transgenders, uh, well, a couple actually, like like seven or eight gay people, gay dudes who were the best, uh, lesbians. They were the most fun crowd. I'm telling you, man. Like, I it was it, it was pretty damn awesome. Um, and I guess it was they had a thing. It was called the Dinosaur Weekend, but I kept getting it confused with Donna Summer weekends i kept calling it donna oh i know it's donna summer weekend here um and uh and there was a there was a transgender front who uh who i said probably gives the best handies here because she's had the most experience you, you know because she was and um she was dying clapping yada yada uh there was a dog in a stroller at one point it was uh it was it was a, it was a good time you would have fit in great there don so you would you would yeah, i bet i bet <laughs> Had a great time, yeah. Would have had a ball. <laughs> um, did you watch? Uh, so, uh, as far as fights go, so Mayweather, Mayweather's bouncer fought last week. Did, did you watch that? No. Okay. So Floyd Mayweather fought in Japan. I, I guess he's been fighting continuously, fighting in Japan. I guess he's doing these like things where they're just paying lots of money to fight. I don't know if they're fixed. They all seem like three, four rounders, but nobody ever really comes close to beating them. Some guy led a couple shots, but on the undercard, Mayweather's bouncer fought a guy named Jizzy, and he's all like juiced out of his mind. The guy looks like he's just, and he got the shipping out of him by a guy that was 50 pounds lighter, but it was a real fighter. And then there was a clip to Mayweather watching this go down, and he's like, I don't know. Uh, and it's, 
if, if you're not a fighter and, and you haven't really practiced that all, that long and you've only been doing it, uh, whatever, why would you get into a ring with a professional Thai fighter who's been doing this whole because life? Because people on steroids are, are, are fucking out of their mind. You know, they're, they, they think that just lifting weights and looking good at a beer somehow makes them, uh, give them the ability to fight. And it does not. They're, they're two different situations, you know, flexing, lifting weights, flexing from a mirror and lifting weights and fighting are completely different. But haven't you we know, already people, like, but I you mean, know, you don't steroids, you know, steroids, you get delusional. Is that what it is? I mean, I guess they offered him money and he probably was like, you know, blah, 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 like, oh, you know, how hard can this guy hit? But I mean, haven't we seen this movie a thousand times already? Uh, yeah, but people aren't smart enough. I mean, you know how I many fucking people sit there and say, oh, I could do, I could be a fighter. I could be a fighter. You've ever been punched in the face? No. You've been in a fight? No. Well, then how do you know you could be a fighter? That did, that was like, I actually, I almost sold that show called So You Think You're a Tough Guy where I drive around in a truck and the truck turns into like an octagon and people can can like challenge the person in there until I fight them. I, I came pretty damn close to actually uh, uh, selling it. I'm trying to find Floyd Jizzy. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was crazy. Um, but Floyd didn't seem to care at all that his, his main bodyguard got destroyed. I mean, is that guy still going to have a job, you think? <laughs> Not a Floyd Smart, no, but... <laughs> Not, not as a bodyguard, he might be a driver or a gopher, but no, he's pretty uh, worthless as a bodyguard. Uh, did Did you see this at all? No, uh, Greg. Greg, what was it? No. So I guess in Japan and in, in Ryzen, Mayweather fought, uh, and then Mayweather's bouncer fought. Um, <laughs> bouncer bodyguard. Oh, I know his 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 his, his uh, bodyguard. His bodyguard is a guy named Jizzy. Who's uh just sort of like, just like? Can we just up. start with the name? I mean, come on, what Jizzy? And then what's his other bodyguard saying? Skeet? And then he's got another guy. It's just uh, it's called Come. I mean, Come Guzzler. I mean, come on, what is this fucking name? Yeah, and, and he he got he he got fucked up. So all right, so this I'm, I'm gonna show replays from from uh, the fight between Jizzy. And um, this guy, uh, Cozy, K-O-U-Z-I. <laughs> Japanese crowd behind their men. This is right Can when it started. Can pull it off? This is right when it started. Oh, the left hand landing. Oh, and that's it. Big guy. Big tree fall hard. Juicy. Into the third round. So... <laughs> <laughs> and, and it got it got worse after that. Long way to go here, Danny. Uh, so it got worse. It, it got it actually got worse. Yeah. Hold on. So Kuji knows what's going on. I mean, he just let him tire out. He's a bigger right man. Here. Going to the body there. Oh, oh nice left hook again. Lying. Jizzy needs to stop turning his back. I know he's not a pro boxer, but. I mean, please. Wow, Jizzy's getting beat oh, up by the cum Koozie. Koozie pulls off the victory representing Japan, taking out Jizzy in the third round. I mean, Jesus. 
That guy's up so dumb. But hold on a second. Exhibition bell. Uh, uh, what were you saying, Greg? So uh, Jizzy's getting knocked out by the cum koozie. <laughs> like, I mean, why would this guy think that's a good idea? Uh, uh, why was any of this happening? God damn it. <laughs> Hey, listen, it is at least, you know, but I mean, Floyd, it's like he's taking these silly exhibition just for money matches now. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, you, you're a real fighter. Fight a real fight. Fight a real contender. Make it a real thing. What is this shit? But he said he doesn't want to get in shape. He only wants to fight YouTube stars and MMA guys. That's, <laughs> that's what he said. Like, well, there you go. I don't this, blame this, this is yeah. what uh, this is what Jake Paul created, and so long as they sell out arenas and we show it, and there's pay per views, why wouldn't you? It's all free money. Oh man! Um, so we got to talk about this guy Rob O'Reilly. So uh, on this Carnival cruise ship, this comedian got in trouble for saying the N word, yep. uh, and a couple things. First of all, I know this guy from like 15 years ago when I was running rooms out here at the Westwood Brewing Company. He was new to town. And he asked to, to take over. He asked the place to do a show on a, a different night, which kind of annoying. Okay, all right, but all right. Then he starts promoting his show during my show to the audience while they're in oh, the crowd. Man. So, of course, I was like, dude, you can't, you know, if you want to do a show, blah, 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 but don't go up to my crowd during the show. Anyway, eight years, nine years later, the guy, the kid writes me a letter saying, hey, uh, you know, I, I was new. I'm really sorry. I never should have done that. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like I had forgotten about it, you know, like, uh, yeah. like that's fucking awesome. A um, couple of times people have like done that, which I've actually, it, it goes a long way when someone apologizes for something they did a while back. And um, I try to do it if it's on my mind. I remember this, this one comic from Buffalo said, hey man, I want to let you know, I, 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 I like stole your joke. I did your joke um, and I'm really sorry. Uh, I know you never would have found out, but I did it and I apologize. So I wrote him back and I said, listen, man, it takes a big person to admit that and thank you. Then he writes back, can I still do it? <laughs> I was like, no, you fucking asshole. Uh, so anyway, so Rob O'Reilly, uh, Rob O'Reilly is on a, he's on a uh, carnival cruise line and he gets, there's a huge uproar on Twitter among comedians because he said the, he allegedly said the N-word. Uh, a woman came to the show and said, made a, a video saying this comedian Woman was black, said the N-word. I didn't hear it. Then he kicked us out. There's a video of him saying, like, if you're easily offended, get the fuck out. Now, they do make announcements if you're easily offended, get the fuck out. So he was just repeating that thing. But here's where things are getting dangerous a little bit. There's no video of him actually saying the N-word. Literally, I haven't seen the video. So I'm not saying this person's lying, but now people could just be like, oh, this comedian said that, you know, Jews suck or something or whatever it is. And then making a video and then the person gets fired. I would like to see the actual video of him saying that. Now, if he did say the video. That's called evidence. That's called evidence. In fact, and that has no place in society today. Not in social justice. No. <laughs> now, if if, if, social justice is just another fancy, you know, term for mob mentality. That's all it is. Now, with this. I mean, there's a reason I don't do colleges anymore. I mean, sometimes you just don't. The, it isn't. I, I listen. I don't care about the material as long as you're funny. Freedom of speech, whatever. So, you know what I mean? We don't know the context. I would need to hear the joke. Blah blah yes. blah blah. The problem is he did it on a cruise ship, and cruise ships are notoriously tight. 
with, about language, about how you treat the audience. One, Like you've talked about it many times on this show. Uh, one bad review and they're calling you in the office. And this isn't even a fucking th- situation like this. I remember when I was doing colleges and everything that I was doing, we're like, can you not do this? Can I, you not do that? And like, you know, halfway through the tour and I'm like, I got no jokes left. They've complained about everything. And I remember telling my, I, I emailed my agent and I said, please no more afternoon lunch shows. And she emailed me back and said, maybe you just shouldn't do colleges. Yeah. And I couldn't argue with her. I was like, you're right. Well, maybe I, just I shouldn't do colleges. I was done with it then. I was burned out. If you said the N word uh, and like literally the actual word, not the N word, then obviously, yeah, that, that was a, but I know this guy, he's a good comic. I don't think he would just say the N word. And if she misheard him and he didn't say it and now he's fired, his whole life is ruined. That, 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 that that's fucked up. You no, know, if he did say it, then he should obviously be fired. And you know, you don't say that in your act, but, but, but he's a pretty bright guy. This guy is, he's, he's, he's written for a lot of shows. I, I, I can't see him thinking this would be okay to say the N word. I just want to see proof of it. And I'd like to see the video of it. I don't well, uh, you got to think before they fired him, ostensibly they would have asked the staff that was there at the time, did he say that? And someone must have said, yeah, he fucking said oh, it. And right. then pop. I mean, yeah. they, he's, they, she's not, whoever put this out there wasn't the only person there. And you know these shows, they've got staff everywhere. Yeah, but when those he staff said, don't give a fuck about you. They're not well, going to cover your well, ass. Well, they're going to cover their own ass. But when he said, get the fuck out, everyone was cheering for him, right? Everyone was like on his side in the video, which makes me think that he didn't say it or that it was in some crazy context where, because the, the, the crowds are, they're they're mixed crowds. It's not, it's not like a, a clan rally at these fucking cruise ships. It's, totally. It's not, a lot of times they're very black, they're very Mexican, they're very so they're all behind him. I, I just want to see what happened. Yeah, I don't think I'm asking too much, uh, but before he gets well, to- you are if there is no tape that exists. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I, I'm glad that you want to see what happened, but wanna, that ain't good. You don't want to see what happened. You're not curious. True. You're not curious as to, as to what happened. Of course happened. I am. Of course I am. I, I listen. I'm just saying. You know, not every guy's cut out for everything. It sounds like he's not cut out for cruise. There's a reason some I don't do cruise ships. There's a reason a lot of guys don't do cruise ships and colleges. Sometimes you, you go where you fit in. Some guys no, are I club know. comics and should just... stay in clubs. And some guys can do cruises like that. And other guys can't. I just can't see him being dumb enough to think that it's okay to say the N-word in a joke. Like, I, I, that's... Again, so they must have asked somebody else. They're, I'm sure they didn't just go with what they must have. There's plenty of staff in the room. They're sure somebody must. They had to have asked every the staff. Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I think that takes too much effort. And people are too fucking lazy nowadays. I think one fucking dumb broad Karen went in there and complained. Now, yeah. the one dumb, the one Karen thing is enough to get him fired. Absolutely. Again, Adam right. has spoken to this many times in the show. Absolutely. But I'm just saying that there must, other people were there and they always consult with the staff. That's just the way it goes. Anytime there's a controversy, they go to the, because they know that the, the artist and rightfully sh- sh- so should defend himself. But so if they he always right going to ask if the he staff. Didn't say it, right? If he didn't say it, like I record all my sets. Right. If he, if he did not say it, and he and 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 he and he, he can prove it. You think he has a a, a a lawsuit? Absolutely. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he'd be that is wrongful termination. 
If he has if he has that recording and he can prove that he did not say that, what he can't do is release a recording where he says it and goes, but see, the audience loved it. Right, right, right. It, right, right. it doesn't matter at that point. There's certain venues that you know what you're getting into, and there's certain you boundaries he, you, you can't cross in those TM, venues. You think he could do TMZ also? What? Think he could also sue TMZ? No, nah, they're, they're they're a rumor mill. That's what they do. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, another thing. Have you watched this documentary on Action Park? Yes, I love it. It's so Did you ever great. go there class, as a kid? Class Action Park? I Did you love ever go it. there as a kid? I never. I didn't grow up in that area. I grew up in oh. Dallas. I so, I moved to New York, but I thought I thought that that documentary is hilarious. Oh my when god, I was it's kid, crazy. When I was a kid in Long Island, maybe my friends used to go to this place called Action Park. You would take the bus there, a four-hour bus ride. This is how this is how bad supervision I had when I was fucking 10 and 11. I would just, me and my friends would just go on the bus. Three. This is back then. You could do stuff like that. Yeah, sure. We went to, yeah. this, we went to this water park where literally kids would get broken sh- shoulders, heads, injuries. Like, they would lose limbs. And it was the greatest time I've ever had. It's a different, it's a different world back then, man. We could do shit like that. And nowadays, you can't even fucking walk outside without a helmet on. Come on. Well, you, you know what? That brings up an interesting question. And this is just, I'm just wondering about this because I've thought about this a lot. And I don't know where, where the truth in this situation is. But, okay, so the world, I don't think the world changed. What I think did change was the amount of media we consume reporting on the things that were always happening. We just never really heard about them before. So if they didn't happen in your town or in an adjacent town, you felt safe. You know, until some shit like that happened in your town. But now, because we're bombarded with every instance of it that happens that were always happening, just not near you, you know, that I think we feel like all this stuff is escalated and it's just more than it's ever been. And I think it's the same amount it's always been. We just hear about it a lot more. So we're just wildly more paranoid about it. Whereas before, well, because we didn't hear hear about it a lot, we just weren't that paranoid about it. Well, so we yeah, just kind of went on with our lives. That's that's the same thing with global warming bullshit. You know, her, <laughs> hurricanes. Oh, uh, bullshit. Hurricanes yeah. have always been around here. Tornadoes always been around here. But sure. we never got, you know, now you got 24-hour news. You got to hear about everything happening everywhere. Every time somebody farts, it goes on the fucking news for a day. And that's true. That's true. You know, I agree with that. I agree with that. Get, but with that, I agree with it. And it costs more. To, it costs more. There's more loss of um, of everything nowadays. So it costs more to build and repair these things. So yeah, it's going to cost. Yeah, the loss is going to be greater. I well, mean, I just think with with climate change, I feel like there's a little more empirical evidence, especially when it comes to. Certain, think, you know, I the polar ice caps melting and stuff. I think, that I, think, I think you both have good points, to be honest. I, 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 I do think that one's a little bit different, but, but I do believe that a lot of this is, I mean, there is certain evidence to your point, Don, and I'm going to agree with you in this regard. Like the, the water levels just went all the way low, like in some lake in, in Germany, and they found these letters inscribed that were like, if you see these letters, now is the time to weep. But that also means that some other time, a couple hundred years, a hundred years ago, the water levels dropped that level then too. They had a mega drought during the. So I, I would say to your point, Don, there is certain evidence that says, you know, sometimes the world is cyclical and these things happen. But there is also a mountain of evidence in the other direction that I'm more inclined to go with. But I'm just saying there is I, I see where you have a point, Don, and I, 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 I can absolutely agree with it to a certain degree. Oh, OK, did, did you take third or fifth grade science? 
I I took tenth grade debate. All right. Well, did, listen, you, did you pay attention? This is about it. action um, part. What happens? What happens to a liquid when it freezes? It freezes. It expands. Is that what you're asking? What? It expands. It expands. Oh my God! It expands. So how come if the ice was to melt, that the ocean would get higher? How would that happen? Because water's released into the ocean that before was trapped in its ice shape in a particular location that didn't move. But it was pushed out. It, it, the water expands when it's frozen. But these are so these pushing. are megatons of ice that had remained ice for hundreds of years that are now becoming water. Which reduces the level of the ocean. No, it, 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 it raises it. No, the ice pushes the water out. The away. ice expanded up. Not out. Uh, no, 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 no. Look at the iceberg. 90% of your iceberg is below, correct? Yes, but we're talking about Arctic shelves. We're, we're not talking about that they become, they become icebergs, but they don't start that way. Right, but it's they're frozen and they push it out. They're driving out and they're expanding the water away from the Arctic shelf, okay? Onto, onto the beaches. So once those Arctic shelves melt, then the water will recede because it's not being pushed away. And this has been two guys who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, listen, I also want Action Park, okay? Uh, action Park. All right, so Don, this fucking, this guy, you know, the point is, I think that Greg has a point, Don, you have a point, where you didn't, you just heard things. You heard three people died in Action Park, but you couldn't confirm it. Back in the day, you couldn't confirm shit, so you're like, oh, it didn't happen, or I'm not going to look at it. It'll be fine. Exactly. It'll be fine. So this guy basically worked on Wall Street. He ended up getting kicked off for penny stocks and all kinds of fraud. He gets all this money, and he opens up. He buys these like land that have these ski resorts, turns into an, a waterfall park, an action park, a water park but has no idea what he's doing. So he hires these other guys that keep getting fired from trying to design things in Disneyland. Is that he starts designing waterfalls and parks his own way. He starts like, oh, put this there. And he uses kids as props. To test, he, to test it. Yeah, he gives yeah, yeah. kids $100 to go through a fucking tube. And basically, if teeth get knocked out or your head get bumped, it's like, oh, didn't work that well. So. <laughs> So they opened up this water park and he faked his own insurance company because you couldn't get insurance for this. So he basically invented an insurance company and somehow didn't get arrested for any of this, at least to where I'm a part of the documentary. Like he basically like. And he must be a liberal Democrat. He just. <laughs> they get away with everything. He just. <laughs> the guy stopped paying rent and somehow it worked in his favor. He made the property so much that nobody wanted it that he could buy it back. But dude, these this water park was a hazard on so many levels. For I remember going there, and, and they had this thing called the, the the Tarzan swing. People would go in there. Yeah, yeah. And it would be surrounded by kids from Jersey yelling, "You pussy! You fuck pussy, pussy!" If you let go. Yeah, yeah. And then girls' tops would fucking fly off, and everyone started applauding. Or guys would show their dick. I mean, teenagers ran this place that had no. They had they 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 weren't lifeguards. It was complete fucking chaos. Uh, but it was amazing. I I, I can't believe that this place existed. Um, but now looking back, you're like, 
like I always thought that it was just it was me. Like, oh, oh, I just happened to just not go down the water slide, right? That's why I have a huge burn on my arm or my shoulder was out socket. I had no idea that the things were designed that way. Um, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I mean, Don, you must have had a similar experience, even in like in your fighting. Like, did you ever think like in some of your fights, like uh, this is just not set up for me to do well? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, you get suckered, you know, and uh, they they tell you one thing and you believe it, and you know. But that you're an adult. There's a difference. I was an adult. You were a child. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, so, as far as as far as parenting though, you must did you did you have any parental supervision growing up or no? Did I what? Have any parental supervision? Uh, yeah. Well, I had, I had more more coaches because I was an athlete my whole life, you know, since I was five years old. So yeah, I always had parental supervision, you right, know, because yeah. I, you know, you go to school and then you go, you go to practice afterwards. Right. Right. And then right, you yeah. go home, you go home, eat dinner, pretend like you do homework, you go to bed. No, I had two older brothers and it's amazing the way when you have brothers, they just assume you're watching out for each other. <laughs> they just act like you have it. And really no one, we didn't give Mark Chris would go there with his friends, Mark over there. And I, and growing up in Texas, you know, I mean, every Creek was an action park, you know, <laughs> it was, we had rope swings with no, you know, that we made ourselves forts that were made out of, you know, broken wood we find in an abandoned house we had all you know and god forbid it actually rained and there was water in that now we're gonna go out there and try and find frogs or whatever and we didn't care how fast it was running we're trying to get out i mean yeah listen texas the you know rural texas is its own action park for kids what's up people football is back and bet online is your number one source for all football betting needs and sports info this season Find all the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Sean, were you a, were you a very hands-on parent? Uh, yeah, extremely. Um, I actually was usually disciplining others' kids more than uh, like other people's <laughs> kids more than mine. Like I was at uh, this place they call Great Times. It's kind of like a uh, higher class Chuck E. Cheese here. My daughter was like two years old, and uh, one time I'll never forget this kid was like six or seven, came through the ball pit and pushed her down like really hard from behind to knock her out of the way so he could get through. And like she fell down and started screaming. So I grabbed him and launched him like 15 feet across the ball pit into the wall. That sounds then, right. Um, that's That sounds right. That's good parenting. Yeah. And then dared his parents to say anything or just like try anything. So I told him they'd be next. And then, uh, yeah, it got, it got weird. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would find myself a lot straightening out other people's kids and disciplining the parents even at times. Did you ever go to the parent-teacher conferences? Uh, no, not, not usually. My kids were never in trouble or anything. So, uh, it was always, uh, I try to stay hands off when it came to education. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, no, it's, uh, 
No, my kids were always straight A students and were uh, didn't have any problems uh, with any behavior stuff or anything like that. I did have a teacher try to change my son's grade one time based on him talking after all the tests have been turned in. She tried to give him a zero on a test, and I'm paying like twelve hundred dollars a month per kid for the school. Like they might as well be sending to college. Like it's like in eighth grade, you know what I mean? Whatever private schooling. And uh, I actually uh, brought up to the teacher the fact that you can't change grades based on behavior. Like, you can't do that. It's not like it's cheating or something. And um, she said she'd do what she wanted. So I actually got a lawyer and sent the school a letter and (laughs) explained to them that they they would be sued uh, because they took government funding, even though they were a private school. Um, And they were, like, looking at losing their government funding because if you can give bad grades for bad behavior, you can also give good grades. For good behavior which is why you have a bunch of kids who can't read or write when they graduate you know what i mean because they're past them just as long as they come to class so yeah. they had to get reminded of a bunch of stuff and uh, yeah that grade got changed to because the test was already gone the grade got changed to 100 percent oh really what he got on the uh test but it got it got uh, changed to 100 percent after they got my lawyer's letter Dude, that was so. my high school my high school that i went to the boarding school you got an attitude grade and an achievement grade so you could like get a 60 but if you tried really hard they would they would get 100 they would merge. Right. It. They had like 99% of the kids went out to college after high school and like like 30% stayed there after freshman year when, when they realized it's not how the real world works. Like yeah, that's no what I was going to say. It's exactly how the real world works, right? As long as you try hard, it doesn't matter if you achieve. Uh, so you missed it in uh, Japan. Floyd Mayweather's bots, uh, bodyguard got knocked out by a guy 50 pounds uh, lighter than <laughs> in boxing. And then Mayweather won his fight. Uh so his, wait, you forgot the air quotes around fight. Right. I was going to say someone forgot <laughs> to fix his bodyguards fight. Just yeah. his. They forgot to rig exactly. that. He won his fight. His, hey, come to Japan and put on gloves and, you know, get in a ring and shorts and do this for a minute. We'll give you $60 million. So I'll never forget when Mayweather came to my comedy show, well, Michael Blackson's show, and I was opening. He had a girl on each arm and one girl whose whole job is to massage his head for the entire show an hour and a half that was her job was the, the head masseuse you can get that in vegas but it costs a little extra all right fucking crazy uh now have you watched cobra kai everybody the last season the oh. last scene i had most of it I, honestly i felt like it jumped the shark and i know we have a good friend brett brett uh ernst that's in it yeah. two friends actually get a dude as well and but i i felt like the show just jumped the shark i i, was, I gave up that's uh, sadly, I was the biggest Cobra Kai fan that ever. I was telling people about the show from the very first day it was like on when it was YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This season was so ridiculous, dude. When they started stabbing people with swords and stuff and having a karate fight, a karate rumble every five minutes, you know what I mean? Or whatever on the show is just like, dude, come on, man. Like, I'm a big Terry Silver fan, but I doubt he's stabbing people in his home. But, well, actually, that is something Terry Silver would probably do, but. It uh, it just got completely out of control, man. Like this, I don't even Johnny, know if I'll watch it. But they made Johnny not not the main character. When he was the main character, right. it was hilarious. And then all of a sudden, they threw in everybody that has ever watched Cobra Kai to begin the show. Um, but there was one thing that was that was noticeable. So remember, like he came back and the redhead girlfriend from Karate Kid Three. Remember the, the yeah, yeah. So she came <laughs> yeah. back and she looks pretty good now. She still looks pretty good, right? Like she aged well. But the whole time I'm wondering, like, like that wasn't his girlfriend in Karate Kid 3. Like, like they were just friends, but they never right. like kissed or went out on a date. So I looked it up. She was 16 and he was 26 
and Karate Kid 3. So legally, they couldn't kiss, like on right. set or anything. Yeah. But, like, why wouldn't they just cast a different actress who was 20? Like, why did she, they have She's to- probably related to the writer. I was about to say, you know, Don, you nailed it. I was going to say she's related to some executive that's like, right. no, no, my daughter's the one. They're, they're, trust me. Yeah. LA, Hollywood runs on nepotism. And so yeah. if they want their kid to be in it, their kid's going to be in it. And that's just the way she goes. But it was it was like he was like a groomer in the in the because the whole time they were just friends. Like, why is he hanging out with a 60 year old? Well, if you, if you notice, she asked him out till she got to know him a little bit. Then she realized what a douchebag Daniel LaRusso was and saw him dance. And she was like, yeah, like, um, I got a boyfriend. We're gonna give another try. Like she had had enough of. Like you don't start out a conversation by saying oh, you got to be my best friend. Some seventy-five-year-old Asian guy. You know what I mean? Like it's a little odd. Yeah, that was. Uh... You, I got a good one for you. That I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but you remember in Karate Kid Two when he broke the six pieces of ice? Yeah. Yeah. And he was given three to one odds for six hundred dollars, and Mr. Miyagi fronted the money, and then so they got three to one at six hundred. They made eighteen hundred dollars on that transaction. Miyagi right. takes half of it, gives Daniel LaRusso the other half, and tells him that'll pay for his college education. Like, where the hell is he going to college for $900 for? Like, is he going to the University of Phoenix? Like, what is going on? I remember him saying, like, you get college education. And even as a kid thinking, college can't be only $900. Like, I think that's be, Cal know. State Dominguez Hills. That's right. what it sounds like, yeah. Dude, there, 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 yeah, there was so much of it. I mean, even in Karate Kid Three, like, like, I mean, in the last Cobra Kai, which I, I'm sorry we're spoiling it for everybody, but like at the very end with like Stingray, you know, like Stingray comes back, and the whole thing is like he cheated in the tournament. Everyone's like, oh, he paid him off, but Stingray is right there. Like he could have been like, oh, he also kicked the shit out of me, and I, and I also right. some guy, <laughs> and some guy's in prison because of me. Uh, you know, like that's. I think false impersonating is a little bit more idea than like paying someone off to fix the, the, the tournament. It was just, um, but I got to admit, you got to admit when uh, the, the, the bad coach, whatever his name is, um, when he beats up everyone in jail, that was, that was pretty cool. When he's a running. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would just like whole... to say, I would just like to say to everyone listening to this podcast, if you're wondering when we'd get to MMA, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. We we got to it. Karate Kid Three, Robin Lively. <laughs> I would have liked to. Uh, I, I would like to. If they've gotten rid of the entire high school, like all the all the characters, like from the high school thing, except uh, Hawk's girlfriend. They can leave her in there, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, all the rest of the high school storylines, I could do without. Man, like they need to just make it about Johnny and Daniel. I think it would have been better. Like you know. I like how he finds his dad in Mexico in like six minutes. Right. Yeah. 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 Just he, the first Javier he walks up to is, oh yeah, you're Javier. Like, of course. Like, that's pretty easy to find. <laughs> it was like so stupid. All right. So, so in case you haven't watched it, no, you don't have to. We covered uh, it for you right here. Fights this weekend. The main event. UFC oh, Vegas. Shit. UFC Vegas 61, which they said they're not doing any kind of press for. Uh, the UFC is doing a closed press conference. They're so they're right. taking the Bellator route. <laughs> Still in Bellator's marketing. Yeah. Market. Yeah. Uh, they're there. Wait a minute. I thought it was UFC fight night was this weekend. UFC Vegas, October 1st, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fight night. Oh, it's not, yeah. It says UFC Vegas 61. I think the same thing. Um, it's UFC. It's Dern versus Yano. Yan. Yan. Zhao Nan Yan. Yeah. So that's the main event. I know, Don, are you, are you very excited about this one? 
Oh, I'm just fucking on the pins and needles, man. I can't wait. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm wondering if um what the odds are if, if Dirt doesn't make weight. You know that? Well, Dirt isn't making weight. It's the other girl, Aspen Ladd, who missed it three times in a row. Dern had well, a problem. So did Dern. No, she missed it early on. Then she got pregnant, had a kid, and then she's made weight since. Um, she's seemed to she seemed to have gotten like better shape after having a kid, which is also strange. Um, but so Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Yonin, right? Jan, uh, I'm fucking it up. Um, that girl, um, Dern's 29. The other girl's 33. This fight's at 115. Um, should be a good fight. Uh, I think Mackenzie's gonna win. I don't know why. I think she's just, I just think she's gonna win. She's, she's been looking great. She's been actually looking better than she has. It seems like losing was the best thing for her because it had the pressure off her. Uh, she had a lot of pressure coming in as this, you know, girl that submitted Gabby Garcia in jiu-jitsu and her father was this like jiu-jitsu phenom and yada, yada, yada. And it seems that she's got that off her chest and uh, she seems to be better. Um, Greg. You know, that screeching sound you hear is the sound of the UFC scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> to try <laughs> And and build up some female fighters because they fucking there's just not enough of them I guess and you know making this a headlining match is a bit silly uh, you know I mean I couldn't tell you sure like <laughs> Jan I, I I don't know I, I I mean Dern I think I've seen her fight twice you know didn't make much of an impression on me to where I'm like you gotta watch out for her so again I think I feel like the UFC is just trying to make build up some female names by putting them at the top of these cards but that doesn't mean that they necessarily you know should be the top fight there that's that particularly interesting to me so i don't know she's coming off a win against isha torres she lost to marina rodriguez she beat nina nunez amanda nunez's uh wife um (laughs) and then uh shana nyan uh she lost she's on a two-fight losing streak Lost to Carla Esparza, lost to Marina Rodriguez. She beat Claudia Gadella. She beat Angela Hill. She beat Carolina. She's lost. Uh, so I don't know. It should be. Uh, yeah, it's weird to make it at the main event. I agree. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this, the co-main event, sure. Okay? It's a five versus a six. Dig it. But the main event, I, I don't know. I Again, I think they, they put on maybe too many events. and I think they've definitely gone through their female fighters way too fast. So, By the way, uh, you guys watched last week. Um, Yo Romero uh, beat, what's his name? Um, who, who am I thinking of? Uh, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. The guy that whose coach trained you. And you're like, who's this guy, Sean? Well, the coach trained me. Remember the guy was giving you tips? You're like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, oh yeah, well, Manhoff. Uh, yeah, Manhoff. He 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 beat the shit out of Manhoff, and afterwards tried to eat the cage. Uh, he got up and started putting his his. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find that. But he that, that tells you how hard a weight cut is. That's what you have to Exactly how much weight did he cut for this fight? Good lord! When you're like, okay, fight's over. I'll just eat the cage. Uh, but I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty outstanding though. Hold on. You'll, um, but he, he looks great. I mean, he, he looks like, okay, hold on a second. All right, hold on. So, uh, did he stand with Van Hoff at all or did he take him down right away? Uh, a little bit standing and then taking him down and just, and just killing him. I mean, he just, yeah. he, he just killed him. It was, it was, it was in, uh, 
Hold on, here we go, here we go. Okay, this is this is him uh, barking. Here we go. Hey, Benson Endo, uh, Anderson won one. Yeah. He won a decision versus Peter Qualley. Uh, Looks like they need to check him for distemper or something. <laughs> from what I know about dogs, man, like what a was some odd. Uh, some odd barking after a fight. You're supposed to take you're supposed to take bull or or horse steroids, not not dog steroids. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's uh, that science. Also, That's just science. Also, <laughs> right. uh, Randy Brown, who goes by Rude Boy, who's from Jamaica. Uh, he's 15 and four. Uh, he's coming off a win over Kalen Williams, Jared Good, and Alex Oliveira. He's taking on Francisco Trinaldo, who's that guy's got to be like 80 years old. He's 44 years old. He goes by Massa Randuba. Um, but he's won his last two fights. Dwight Grant, Danny Roberts. Uh, who would like, I don't I don't know how I think he's on the same weight program as Yo Romero. This guy's also fucking jacked out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, but I like Rude Boy. Uh Don. I don't know, man. You know, I I don't know who they are. Sorry. <laughs> Sean? Same thing, man. It's it's just it's a sad thing when not only do I not know who they are, I don't even know any of the guys you've said they've beaten. Like so, it's like I don't know. Like I, like when I was in the UFC, more so when Don was in, you knew every fighter in the UFC when Don was there because there was only like thirty of them, you know, like that had made it. But I think when I was in the UFC, there was only ninety, I think ninety to hundred fighters or something like that total signed, you know, or whatever in each like total divisions, everything. Now I think they've got nine hundred guys under contract, and it's impossible to even keep track of who's who, man. It's uh they always bitch about, you know, the guy's 165-pound division, and they say, oh, it'll thin out to 155, 170 division. Like, they probably should be thinned out. You know what I mean? You got nine, you got 400 guys at 155, you know? Like, it's, and they're signing five every week with Dana White's show, plus the Ultimate Fighter, and plus uh, stealing all Bellator's fighters when they got good ones. It's like, it's, uh, that's why guys are only fighting once a year, man. It's ridiculous. So, also on the card, Sadiq Youssef, who grew up in Africa uh, under some kind of, uh, uh, polygamy thing where he had like five moms and one dad, but nice. they, they they each slept and slept in different rooms. The moms, so it wasn't like he was just like Hugh Hefner with five chicks. It was like different mm. one. Um, but then his mom. Nice to know there were some rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's more traditional. Exactly. Listen, it's not what you think, though. It's very traditional. It's not. A, it's not a constant orgy. It's not a gangbang. They all have their own rooms. It's very respectful. He goes room to room. Come on, uh, Don. Could you live with five of your exes? No fucking way. I can't live with one of them. I don't want to be on the same planet as them. Uh, what about you, Sean? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, when I talked to my divorce lawyer a long time ago, uh, after I got divorced, I told him I was done. Like I really was never dating anybody again, never anything. And then he told me literally, unless you can get used to the idea of sucking dick, you better throw that plan away. He said, because you're not going to go without having sex and you're not going to, you're not going to have sex unless you're dating girls. He said, so, you know what I mean? You might as well figure out something, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'll tell you what people, these guys that want to live like, they crack me up like they they, they want to have like five or six women like dude is one not a not enough headache like you need yeah. five you know what i mean like it's um and compete with each other no less at the same time like but i remember back in the day when i was trying to meet girls on a uh, tinder i would just copy and paste 
like everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've been but, there. <laughs> but I, but sometimes I would actually forget that to like change the name. So I was like, hey, Jennifer. And the girl's name was like, I'm Mary, you asshole. I, I remember when you would do that. I would uh, watch you. He'd be, Adam would be at the back of the club, sitting there waiting to either go back up or waiting to go on. And he'd just be like, you just, uh, 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 I'm like, and I would look over like, what are you doing? He goes, I just cut and paste. I just post in the same thing every time. <laughs> just You would be just pasting shit in there. It was a guy. You ever have one Adam catch you? Like, how did you respond so fast? Like, oh, to look yeah. at you, like, you're like, how are you typing so fast? I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, I would just copy like, and paste their interests. If they'd be like, I'm looking for a man who's uh, blah, blah. I'd be like, hey, I, I happen to be a man who's a, what I, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Dude, I knew a guy that invented the automatic swipe writer. Like, so he. Yeah, I remember you telling me about was, that. He created an app. Swiped right on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's genius. Yeah. Like, just on it. And just if it's a numbers game, then yeah, just swipe right on everybody and then just see what comes back to. I mean, pure ridiculousness. It was this, the same guy, the same guy. I forgot the guy's name. Uh, Kenny. His name is Kenny something. He's from Arizona. He was a heavyweight. He was like one of the best high school wrestlers. Then he went to college and he was like, get kicked out of ASU, I think, for having girls do webcamming. Like he had college girls do webcamming and he split the money with them. And, nice. And, uh, that doesn't seem illegal. Dude, it seems like he should get an honorary business degree. That's what that sounds Dude, like. He was into Bitcoin like 20 years ago. Like, but no one knew what Bitcoin was. He had Bitcoin machines. This fucking, his dad was one of the judges who like, I think. Left so me. wait, he had Bitcoin machines. So it sounds like he knew nothing about Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure the guy, his father was like, was the one who let Casey Anthony off. Like the, the judge. Like, oh, or, or, or like crazy, right? But then he also, he figured out that he was like, he's like something McCorkle would do. He was 180th America Samoan or something, right? Right. So he tried to, they didn't have an Olympic team in wrestling. So he started the Olympic wrestling team in America Samoa and got uniforms made because he he was the only guy on the team. Because <laughs> he, right. he was like, the Four thousandth best wrestler in the U.S., but he they didn't have a team, so he tried to represent them, and then they kicked him out so quick of the fucking Olympic committee. Like he showed up to, with America Samoan. Uh, that's, a, that's something Adam, I never told. Uh, that's something I never told you guys or anyone. I actually qualified for the Abu Dhabi, like the national qual, the real one, the, the grappling qualifiers, and made it to you go to New Jersey, right across the uh, bridge. Uh, it's not in Newark, but it's right. I don't know, right there by New York City. I can see the Empire State Building from my hotel and i went there and i finished like in the top five but everybody was like you don't even train jujitsu for like a couple months and you made it the all the way the abu dhabi qualifiers but i never told anybody only four guys showed up for my division on the regional qualifier so i only had to beat two guys to be the regional champion so yeah like i I just beat two guys that weren't very good and uh made it all the way to the abu dhabis then i ended up getting beat by some college wrestler there by referee decision but yeah that's where i met roy nelson i remember the first time i'd ever seen or heard of Roy Nelson and I was like laughing he was getting ready to grapple and I was like yeah I wonder how this one will go you know like started laughing because he looks out of shape and next thing I know like he took off running took a dude down real fast and submitted him like in 30 seconds some real big muscle bound dude I was like holy shit that's before obviously his UFC days or anything but uh yeah him and uh he he lost to Mario Rinaldi I don't know if you remember him yeah he was a heavyweight uh yeah they, they were in the final but I finished in the top five uh yeah for training jiu-jitsu for like six months but i made it to the top eight just by winning my region against two guys that sucked so roy nelson there was a video of him 
kicking the crap and you just out of Frank Mir. Yeah. Like, and you know how yeah. good Frank Mir is? I mean, yeah. like, ble- beasting through Frank Mir. Like, that's the guy that, I mean, Roy Nelson could have been so good. And he was still very good and obviously went very far. But I remember on The Ultimate Fighter, I still laugh sometimes to myself because remember they that year they brought out Kimbo Slice as a special guest? Yeah. Uh, and, oh, for, yeah. And, and then they go to Roy Nelson. He's like, I thought that he was already announced on the show. Like he was already there and he goes, I thought they were going to say it was me. <laughs> like they would have right. like again. <laughs> he was serious. <laughs> he was, was serious. serious. And, and then Dana White, who couldn't stand him, he goes, I remember he made the finals. Dana was so pissed he made the finals. He goes, Roy Nelson really impressed himself this year. Right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Greg, so we talked about, Sean, before we got on, there's a comedian that, that we know that uh, said the N-word on a, uh, a, a cruise ship. And he's now, you know, banned from Carnival. I sent you the whole thing, right? Um, so I've been, Greg, I, I I called up like three of my friends. Like, I like blocked my number. You know, you press star six, seven, you can block your number. So yeah. I, I called up like Mike Estimate, some black comedians as him. And I'm like, hey, uh, hey, this is Rob. I, you know, you don't know me, but we both worked at Carnival. Um, and I know that you say the N-word in your act. Can you vouch for me? And say it's okay. Oh my for, god! And like my friend and Mike estimates is like, uh, no, because I'm black. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but but we're both comedians. And he's like, yeah, but no, no, I can't do that, my man. And he's like, but is there any way? What if I give? And like, part of I'm like, it's me, you asshole. <laughs> like I'm bad. People are like, Adam, you're a fucking dick. Like, hang up, hang up. I'm just a little sad <laughs> to hear that I got to cancel my uh, cruise on. Uh, this fall that I had planned with them. If you're oh, not allowed to say yeah. the N-word, if you, if you say the N-word, you're not allowed to go. So. You remember when, like, Kramer flipped out? Remember when? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, first of all, there's, like, the funniest thing is there's a guy named Fraser Smith who's, like, this old school, the nicest comic you, you met. Like, just, like, an old, like, the cl- clean, nice corporate comic. So he had to go on after that, <laughs> after the Kramer thing, in, <laughs> in the video. So he, so after Kramer says, but then he gets back on, he goes, Cause no one else wanted to close the show. Everyone's like, there was like six comedy. Like, I'm not. So he goes on. He goes, that's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> then like uh, Dice. Dice goes. Uh, they asked Dice about what Kramer did, and he goes, honestly, I think that should be his his new act. <laughs> like, right. like that. Like he should tour as like. Can you imagine. <laughs> Um, I like how you guys and everyone else refers to him as Kramer when that's not even his name. Like everybody just calls him Kramer. Like even when Dave Chappelle was talking about, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, Kramer was having a bad set." Like everyone just calls him Kramer. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so also, John Castaneda is fighting this weekend. Uh, he uh, he came to my show in Minnesota with his girlfriend, who got offended and and, and left the show, and he he like stayed during the show. It, nice. It's, it's always like I guess they're not together anymore. She was pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Alir Latifi, who is 15 and eight, is fake. Is taking on Alexi Olnik, who's 60, 16 and one. Um, he's. I thought uh, you were just saying he was 60. I was like, that sounds about right. Uh, close. He looks it. He's 45. Alexa is. He's 45. He's coming off a win over Jared uh, Vandera by Scarfold. Before that, he lost. <laughs> that ranks right up there with terror. That's a damn shame they fought during the winter. He probably would have gotten out of there. <laughs> I was going to say, how did he even get sneak that scarf into the ring? That's right. amazing. They checked He's the like, cup. I want a rematch they, next spring. 
Yeah, exactly. They checked the cup. They checked the mouthpiece. They didn't check to see who had a scarf hidden there in the back. <laughs> I like back in WWE, there was, there was always a, a foreign object. It was a foreign. Like, right. nobody knew what it was. It was a foreign. My, my favorite guy was the guy that, who was the guy, Don, that, uh, that swallowed something and he would spit it in your face? Remuda. Was that the guy? He was just like, in the middle of yeah. the night. He he would like just spray like some and kind of green Muda, great kabuki. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Oh, what was that that he was? What? How did how did he do that? A condom. He carried a condom in his mouth, <laughs> full full of um, you know, just green, uh, you know, green dye or something. You know, I thought you were gonna say it's full of Vince McMahon's jizz. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, and, and everyone knows condoms taste delicious. Wait, it so, really was a, wait, it really was a condom. Yeah, carry it in his cheek. That way, you know, he can wrestle on it and then bite it. Don, did you ever cut yourself? No, no, not intentionally, no, no. Did anybody ever ask you, like, in a wrestling match, hey, here's, like, a blade, do you mind if I cut you, or? No, fuck no, no, nobody ever did. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> now, now, Sean, WWE offered you a, a contract? Yeah, they had, it wasn't like a super official thing. They had a guy reach out to me who did a lot of their scouting um, stuff, had me come to a couple of events, like regional shows and sign autographs and meet me and meet some of the other wrestlers um, and stuff. And then he kind of explained to me how it works, like what they, basically they paid, they said they'd start me out like a couple thousand dollars a week. I had to move to Tampa to learn how to wrestle for between six and 18 months, depending on how fast I picked it up and, they actually had heard of me. They'd seen a couple of my interviews, and then they didn't believe they weren't uh, scripted. Like, they couldn't believe I made up the like some of my funnier interviews. That's the first thing they said is, like, did you write that yourself? And I was like, write what? They said, your interview. I said, I, it's not written. And he was like, wait, you mean to tell me this interview you did? Because I did the one where I said I killed my grandma, I'll smother her with a pillow. I don't know if you've ever seen that interview. But I said I, smothered, I said I smothered her with a pillow to end her suffering at the end of cancer. And it was... I don't know. There was some Percocet and shots involved that night. And, um, but I had a real funny interview and that was the one that I guess attracted them because they thought I was like writing and scripting the interviews. And they found out I made up off the top of my head. Then they were uh, interested, but yeah, they offered me like a developmental deal. Like I said, it wasn't official, but I told them, they said it was 300 nights a year on the road, no exceptions. And I was like, well, how about half the nights for half the money? Like, and they were like, no. And I was like, I'm just not leaving my kids, man. I'm not like, I can't, can't be on the road 300 nights a year. I actually talked to the original Big Sexy, uh, Kevin Nash, about it and asked him what he thought about it. And he said, asked me if I had kids, asked me if I was married, all this and that. And he goes, uh, he goes, well, this is what I can tell you. He goes, I got a really nice house worth a couple million dollars. I got a boat. I got this and that. My son hates me. My wife hates me. And I wasn't part of his childhood. I wasn't, you know, this or that. My body's shot. You know, he's like giving me all the negatives of it. And uh, he said, if you can do anything else, uh, I would do something else, you know, which actually – uh, I wasn't going to do the 300 nights a year anyway, but he uh, his uh, he didn't make it sound that glamorous, you know, the WWE lifestyle. So. Every one of those documentaries, every wrestler, like, had no relationship with their kid, second, yeah. or, second or third wife. And, like, it, what's also said is they, had, they now a lot of them are, like, remarried, and they're like, oh, you know, I have a new kid now, so all the attention I couldn't give to my first kid, I can now do it over with my new kid. Like, yeah. man, that's gotta, that's gotta make your fucking first kid feel even better. You know, like, holy fuck, man. Well, I think usually you know? that first kid is dead from the drug overdose or suicide. So they usually let that, oh, uh, that lets the guilt go off a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a terrible Vince McMahon is an odd guy, man. They, uh, he, 
they said Brock Lesnar is the only one that, that ever got a reduced schedule. Of all those guys, he was the only one that could ever negotiate a reduced schedule. Like Vince McMahon wanted you to work as much as he was going to work, and he was a you know redefined workaholic. You know, so so uh, so that is, it's crazy. So this week, Jessica Penny is fighting Tabitha Ritchie. Should give you a good fight. Uh, Tabitha's nickname is the Baby Shark. Um, she's coming off uh, a win over Pollyanna Viana. Uh, she lost to Manon Fiora. Jessica I is a girl that, like, she's got great jiu-jitsu. She has, like, permanent resting bitch face. Uh, I, I like her a lot. She's a friend of mine. I even met her mom. I'm like, your daughter is me. She's like, I know. She's <laughs> but, <laughs> um, she, but she, she's super cool. She's definitely, like, a good friend to have. Um, and uh, she tested positive for a bunch of shit, but I don't even know what – I don't believe that she actually like was taking this stuff. I think it was one Ooh, of those- Jessica Penne. Yeah. Like I, I, I think that she didn't know what was in some of these smoothies or something. Someone uh, should have told her that if you want to be a champion, you take drugs well before you start your MMA career. And then you get beat up by your boyfriend. Then you become a champion. You don't take drugs while trying to work your way up. Right, right, right. Steroids. I mean, that's, that's how I have a steroid. Oh, so, oh yeah, okay. yeah. 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 And after that, uh, and then Randy Koss is fighting Guido Gennetti. And Chelsea Chandler is taking on uh, Julia. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Guido, his given name or his fighting nickname? Guido his given Gennetti. name. His given is name is, dude. Uh, yeah, Guido Getty sounds like one of the guys that would be Mayweather's bodyguard. Like he's one of those two little twin dudes. That yeah. Are <laughs> Remember after 9-11, like all these like, like Italian guys were going around trying to find Arab people that lived in New York to beat them up? It was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Like, it was all on the news. Like, I think like, that was before 9-11 also, to be honest with you. But I'm sure 9-11 didn't help. People had nothing to do with 9-11. But the, these guys like, let's go find some fucking guy. Like, it's a, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. But these Italian guys, well, it was it was crazy. It, it was, it I was find crazy. it hard to believe a group of Italians would ever resort to violence. That's, <laughs> that's a rarity. So... Uh, <laughs> All right. So also on your how part, much is our audience wishing we talk about global warming again? <laughs> oh, you missed it. <laughs> you, 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 missed, you missed the global warming debate between Donald Oh God, I wish I had a, I didn't know when you sent the link, Adam. I didn't get the link to like 325. That's when it I think you're not getting phone. the group the group ones for some reason. Because we're getting your yeah. responses. But so I'll just for now on. Yeah, because I, I resent it again too. So yeah, I got it twice, but one was at like 325, one like at 328 is when I got the two links. I thought you guys were just leaving me out this week. No, like, never, yeah. never oh, no, that's next. So uh, <laughs> so, so Bo Nickel is uh, fighting tonight. So he's the guy that was like amazing wrestler, Greg. This dude is like, I think he like second or third alternate to the Olympics, like national champion. Yeah, I remember the name. I remember the name, Bo Nickel. So he's 2-0 and in MMA, um, but he's such a good wrestler. That they're giving him another shot on Dana White's contender. The first fight he won in 12 seconds. Uh, it wasn't even close. But Dana wasn't convinced that he's he's the guy for some reason. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's that Dana's not convinced. I think they figured out that they can make people fight on the contender series for virtually nothing for like five hundred dollars, and they can put you know what I mean, like have a fight. Oh, we're gonna give you another shot on the contender series. And just keep saying that, that might be every that, week. That's every reality show. These naked and afraid people, they get like a thousand bucks or something. Like, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. Plus, they don't even, have, don't even give them any clothes, and they make them afraid. That doesn't sound like a good deal at all. <laughs> Not a, that's what I'm saying. They go out there and sacrifice their sanity, their bodies, their dignity, everything. And they're like, here's a thousand bucks. Thanks for playing. So he 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 posted a, a video of of him of him him training, which was pretty damn funny. So basically, uh, he reminds me of Don Fry a little bit. Well, actually, not really. Um, but he just is just going moving forward while the guy is look. So this is Bo Nickel. Greg Hardy posted it. Greg Hardy, by the way, is now doing boxing. He's now doing heavyweight boxing, which uh, right. you know um, naturally. <laughs> And then, but the big question is, what's he going to do after boxing? I mean, that's a good six <laughs> weeks from now. We should start planning for that. So, uh, all right. So can you guys see this? Yeah. So this is yeah. Bo Nickel. Uh, so he basically just takes headshots. Yeah. <laughs> he just practices getting hit in the head on his way in. Brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. Well, you know, at least he figured out his strengths. He's like, you know what's going to be easier than learning to to block punches? Bob Just learn weed, how yeah. to take them in the head. <laughs> God. Uh, I hope his opponent's wearing hand pads. I hope that... Uh... <laughs> oh, people are something, aren't they? Uh, Don, what do you think of the Adam Levine text? About what? So Adam Levine... <laughs> So Adam yeah. Levine. Will you Adam ask Le- about something he knows, like global warming? Or so Adam Levine. Uh, are you a big fan of Maroon Five? Who? All right. Thank there's you, a, Tom. There, all right. Thank there's, a, there's a band called Maroon Five, right? Uh, they're a very big band. They've they've had you know, many many hits, and their lead singer is this good-looking guy, Adam Levine, who uh, basically oh, like he was, he was on The Voice. He was like a like a kind of like America's like. Boy, people, women loved him. Good looking guy, dated all kinds of celebrities between like Cameron Diaz and this one and that one and all these Victoria's Secret models. And so he finally settled down to uh, this one Victoria's Secret model, this beautiful girl. And it came out that he's been sending lots of texts to girls who are not his girlfriend, to Instagram models, to YouTube models. And everyone, so she, so one girl made a video saying Adam Levine, uh, Basically, you know, took advantage of kind of like uh, I was new to L.A. I didn't really know what was going on. We had a, we had a relationship for a year and made a whole video, made a whole video about it. Right. So everyone heard making fun of her video saying I had no idea. It was two weeks ago. I was much younger. Good. Than Good. So, so then it kind of backfired on her. And now she also has an OnlyFans, which I, I guess is free for, the, for this month. Um, but now it, there's like five women now. That Adam Levine has been texting to, but some of these texts are just not very cool. But like, but in his de- in his defense, they've always worked for him. So you say in his defense, he's Adam Levine. I hate right. it when people like look at somebody who's like really famous and rich and good looking, and they're like, the guy's got no game. It's like, yeah, you so, need game. So he's he said, rich and famous and handsome and fucking builds. He doesn't need game. So he says, look, I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nonetheless, I crossed a line during a regrettable period of my life. Um, so that's what, and his wife's pregnant. That too. regrettable period from birth to yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, I'll tell you, I'm shocked to find out he's straight. That blows my mind. I thought he but, was gay. 100%. But I guess what he texted this girl and he goes, okay, serious question. I guess he hadn't talked to her in a while. And he goes, I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I really want to name it Summer. Are you okay with that? Because that was the girl's name. So he wanted to name the baby after the girl. But it was a boy though, right? Boy, he was yeah, yeah. a boy and name it Summer. Yeah, he said, he said dead serious, right? So then he what also- a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, and he's and he's also been texting girls saying, "Hey, uh, you are so fucking hot. You're so fucking hot. Like your body is absurd." And then people have been posting that meme and then making a whole game of Including it. Including Adam, who's yeah. posted like nine or ten of them now. <laughs> so uh, you're listen, so hot. I gotta, take, I gotta take off, guys. Summer. I gotta take off, guys. Uh, uh, I, guys. We'll see. I gotta go. I've been trying to tell you for a few minutes now. It's one o'clock. I got a jam. I got to move to the next thing. Uh, I'll be in Vegas at the Dirty 1230 uh, and the House of Blues on Friday night. House of Blues at eight o'clock at Mandalay Bay and then Dirty 1230, which is a free open show there at uh, the South Point Casino. Um, and uh, later on this month, I'll be both at JP's Comedy Club in Phoenix and Laughs in Tucson. So, Don, maybe I'll see you again, buddy. Yeah, when's yeah, that? I gotta, I'll check the calendar, but it's coming up the end of October. So I'll be sure and let you know. All right, All right, cool. Take care. All right, brother. Take care, guys. Hey, See you, man. So, uh, yeah, it just um, uh, it is kind of it's crazy that he'd be dumb enough though to to DM Instagram models because you know those girls are looking for clout and fame and this, you know it's like yeah, they're loaded down with integrity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I do. I, I love hear- how she's like. He took advantage of me. Here I am posting half naked pictures of myself trying to get famous, <laughs> and a famous rock star hits me up, and I have sex with him. Like, what kind of shit is this? Like, um. But I do want to hear his. Uh, I I kind of do want to hear what he was thinking. Maybe he was in a fucked up relationship where they were they were on a break or something, or you know, like. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, it's like not. Tiger Woods. Like maybe Tiger Woods was just having a rough patch in his marriage. When he banged 600 women. Yeah, but he actually banged those women. Like Adam Levine didn't actually <laughs> like, uh, you know, it just seems like, all right, so hold on. Let me let, let me play the, because uh, I, I want Don, I, I need Don's actual opinion of this. I think the world needs to know what Don Fry thinks of this right here. So uh, here we go. All right, Don. This girl, if I can make you watch the ads, whoever says like they, they're going to stick and watch the ads, by the way, how much time do you have? Like, why wouldn't you just like skip the ad? You know, crazy man. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Sean, did you ever send flirty messages when you were married? No, dude, I don't even like when I have a girlfriend, I don't even go to Hooters. Like, I don't, I don't like, I'm extremely loyal, man. I'm not like a lot of people that, uh, sneak around and shit you know um i'm like i don't uh yeah i don't nothing not even not even a flirt flirty message not anything not a all nothing. right so here you go don essentially i was having an affair with a man who's married to a victoria's secret model at the time you know i was young i was naive and i mean quite frankly i feel exploited i wasn't in the scene like I am now. Um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Rune five is practically elevator music at this point. So I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Um, but Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year after I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months. 
this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Um, (laughs) I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I'm going to tell this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do, and being an Instagram model. Um, So being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. I had sent, um, I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. Um, So here I am. <laughs> if I I'm was him, the first thing I would ask is why the life. What'd you say, Don? I'm a victim of life. <laughs> uh, everything I do, it's, it's somebody else's fault. I mean, I right? No accountability. She's got to take ownership of that. She had an affair. She cheated. He cheated. They're both uh, wrong. Well, what is this? I was a victim of. Expl- I mean, what? What? What were you a victim of? I mean, she. She had a fair for Come on. <laughs> Give me a break. And then she insults the guy's music, saying it's elevator music. That was a fucking that was on call for. Um, so I don't know. I'm blown away at some of these guys like that's the best Adam Levine can do. Like that chick's not even good looking. Like 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 that's the I don't know. If I, I don't know. I, I think he's gay. I think a lot of people are gay, but uh, I always his pants are way too tight. Like no, no straight man wears pants that tight everywhere you go. Um, but uh, yeah, there's no, uh, I don't know. There's no way that uh, like he could probably fit Dominic Cruz's pants. Like, you know, like I'm guessing um, they probably trade him out, but yeah, I know. Like I'm always amazed or even the girls like Tiger Woods was banging or whatever. Like, dude, seriously, that's the best Tiger Woods can do. You're a billionaire. Like, well, I think there were hundreds of more that just didn't come forward. Yes, uh, probably man. married and this and that. You know, like all the porn stars came forward, or like the couple of the waitresses or something. I mean, Don, did like, why should we feel bad for that girl? I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. feel bad at all. I think she's she's uh, got no morals that she likes to claim she has. She has no integrity. So fuck her. You know, shit. And she's like every other woman on the planet. You know. <laughs> Well, no, every there are girls with morals and integrity. Uh, so it's not like every other girl on the planet. Uh, but I don't no, show me 10. Show me 10. <laughs> that reminds me. That reminds me what's that story in the Bible where God is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? And uh, I don't know, Abraham or somebody was like, uh, no, God, please don't do it. He's like, show me 10 holy men and I'll, I'll save the city. And then he went and couldn't find 10. And then he's like, God's like, show me five holy men. He couldn't find five. And he's like, show me one holy man. And he came back. He's like, you're right. You're going to have to destroy the city. I got nothing. So <laughs> we have to find 10 women that have integrity for Don. You got the whole planet. You got a planet. Go for it. Let's see it. I can name 10 women that have integrity. I'll start with my mom. <laughs> no, you just you you being on this planet disqualifies her automatically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, by association, she might be disqualified. <laughs> All right. So finally, uh Bellator this week. And I are you guys watching Bellator this week? 
I didn't even know it was on. Uh, it's in a, it's in Los Angeles. Bellator this week. Um, it's actually a good card. Um, they actually have a good card this week. Uh, Will they give you tickets to Bellator? I would assume they would, Adam, just like they, the UFC would give you tickets, don't you think, or not? Well, they, they they did for a while, but then they had, like, some of them got mad at me for making fun of them all the time. Uh, it, it depends on who's in charge. So uh, this week, it's Patricio Pitbull versus Adam Borix, title fight. Uh, I always get confused on, like, the Pitbulls, which ones are which. But... I was going to say, it's nice to see somebody fighting with an original uh, fight nickname for once. Uh, AJ McKee, who was undefeated, uh, who lost to Pitbull, even though he beat him in 30 seconds. I lost a rematch against Spike Carlisle. You know that guy? He's the guy that wanted the bare knuckle boxing, was in the UFC, was always gassing out. He's like a redheaded Uriah Faber. Uh, like, <laughs> that's, that's an that's awesome image in and of itself. That's bragging rights. Um, and then Aaron Pico. Uh, is fighting Jeremy Kennedy. Pico is the guy that was like the best wrestler in high school. They rushed him out. Um, and then he fought him his first fight at Madison Square Garden. He got knocked out. He ended up going like four and four. Since then, he's won his last eight. He's now with uh, Greg Jackson. Super Christian, nice guy. Finally figured out how to fight because in the beginning, he was just thought he was a boxer and was getting knocked out half the time. And uh, Juan Archuleta, who was in jail in college for a while. I don't know what he did, but something crazy. Uh, he's a good guy. He's got a hot wife, uh, three kids. Hey, was he in jail in college or was he in college while he was in jail? Uh, like, <laughs> that could be either way. A lot of guys in jail go to college while they're in there. And then uh, some guys uh, get in trouble while they're in college. I haven't talked to Mayhem in a while. Uh, I heard he's doing better. He uh, He's in some program now where they're going to make him a fireman in jail. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's a fire department in jail. And um, if you're a prisoner, <laughs> you get like you get twice time served if you join the fire department. Um, twice, they double, they double your sentence. <laughs> no, they yeah. cut it in half. They cut it in half. Personally, it's weird because you know, like a fireman are like three days on, two days off. Like in there, it's just five days on, five days on. Like you just keep, you just keep working. Well, I don't know how much. Why are there fires in jail anyway? But I feel like he's be the one to start starting the fire. Yeah, I was gonna say it's more likely he would start a fire than put one out in prison. Um. So yeah. So mayhem. He's doing well though. He's he's in. Uh, I guess he's he's. You know, whenever I talk to him when he's in jail, he sounds amazing because they got him on the right medication. Uh, uh it's, when, it's when he leaves that he takes the wrong amount of medication. Uh, and then Juan Archuleta is taking on Enrique Barzola. Uh, wasn't that the guy in Naked Gun that, that like, remember he, he was a referee? Oh, Simpson? No, he was the umpire. Was it he? Enrique, he goes, remember he was the, Enrique Palazzo. That was the guy's name. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's going on uh, this week. Um, also in Invicta FC, I guess they're back on Access TV, which is good. I have Access TV, uh, very underrated network. They have all kinds of cool concerts and shit. Um, and then I think they have a, D, I think D Snyder has a reality show on there. Uh, so, um, so, and hold on, where can I find that? Invicta also, so they're MMA junkie. Where can I find the Invicta card? Are you, are you going to watch Invicta? No, <laughs> no, no, uh, I'm not. Uh, Mike Perry got into a fight on Russian TV. Um, so, uh, I guess he's fighting in Russia. Uh, I think he's not who went to the other corner and Alex Nicholson, I think. Well, I think, was that it? 
Is that what happened? I know Alex Nicholson is fighting over in Russia either this last weekend or this weekend. He's supposed to be fighting over in Russia. And I think um, – I thought he said Perry was uh, cornering him. I could be wrong. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, so this week, uh, Jessica Delboni taking on Jillian DeCourcy. Invicta also uh, this girl, Caitlin Neal, who's like smoking hot. Um, is taking on Hannah Guy. Uh, both were on the Ultimate Fighter. And Brittany Cloudy is taking on Montserrat Rendon. I know you guys are all very excited about yeah. that for uh, Invicta. <laughs> so what do you have coming up, Don? Well, I, I knew earlier, and now I don't know. We've, we've, uh, <laughs> we've just bombarded my brain with so much intelligent information these last couple hours here. I'm uh, still trying to figure out how there's a fire department in jail and how Mayhem became the fire chief. That's where you guys left me. It's kind of like being a uh, fire chief on a submarine, yeah. You know, I saw something the other day at Cracking Up. I was watching, you know how they, they, they have a clickbait these videos, and it was like 10 incidences the UFC wishes they could erase from history. And I was like, okay, let me see what this is. So one of them is like John Jones when he's pulled over by the police, slamming his head against the police car. One of them is, uh, what's his name, a war machine beating up Christy Mack. And then one of them is, Don Fry punching a fan at a UFC event. Oh, come on. I about pissed my pants. I started laughing so hard. Like, really? That's that's one of the top 10 things the UFC wishes they could erase from their history, you know, or whatever. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah, it because like, I got uh, more publicity than the fight did. The whole card did. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had my choice to see a Don Fry street fight or a UFC event with these cards I've been putting on, I'll take the Don Fry. Don Fry Street fight any day. So one one thousand percent. So Sean, what do you got coming up? Uh nothing. Just same old stuff, man. Just uh living the dream. So any uh any uh dogs left? Uh no, no, I sold all those and uh I'm going I got one I'm probably gonna end up putting to sleep, I think, uh, because he's turning vicious. So um that's a bad idea, but uh to have a pit bull that big that's getting mean. But uh no, other than that, man, um I'm getting ready to go. Oh, I am getting ready to go to Germany again uh, in the next month or so. I can't take my back anymore, man. So I'm just gonna go ahead and drop the money. I hit them up and asked them what they would do it for, like what's the absolute best price. It really sucks to talk to a doctor who's used to only seeing celebrities. Because like when Dana White referred me there, I asked Dana, I was like, hey, Dana, how, do you know how much they charged you? Because you've been there four times to have stuff done. He goes, oh, I don't know. And I was like, I mean, just ballpark figure. Do you have any idea what that procedure costs? He goes, I couldn't tell you. And I thought, man, it must be nice to have so much money that you have no clue how much a medical procedure is that you did four times. Like to, you don't, yeah. I said like 100,000 or 5,000, you have no idea. He said, no idea what they charged me. So I was like, that must be nice. But yeah, the, they um, said since I went the first time and didn't have, the results that were expected they cut me a break so i'm gonna go over there and uh since i'm can't pass the psych evaluation here to get uh the whatever the uh, spinal cord stimulator i'm gonna do that and try to feel better for six to nine months again and then try to figure out what my next move is from there so i guess dana took a test um and he went on john orlando's podcast uh, <laughs> yeah that was something wasn't it <laughs> and said that he has uh ten and a half years to live yeah, they said the guy the guy has like a 99% accuracy rate based on your blood, your DNA, all these tests, your family history can tell you within a month of how long you're going to live. That's kind of craziness, man. You think he kills people, though, like right before the, like your time's up? Like he's like a serial killer? It says, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he built his reputation. Like, guy's got to go. He's going to beat the odds. But no, they, uh, you know, man, if you research uh, like artificial intelligence and algorithms and things like that, that's really what's going to be so dangerous about AI. They always talk about how it ain't going to be like Terminator. 
it's going to be like they're getting the ability to foretell the future. Like they really are. They can tell based on if they have enough information, they know. They said in the future they're going to be able to have a pizza on its way to your house before you even order it because they know based on their algorithm formulas that someone your age in your demographic on a certain night and a certain based on your purchase history and they're going to be right like 99% of the time, you know? So with them being able to do that, um, it's uh, they're literally going to be able to foretell the future, like how long you're going to live with 99% accuracy, like how, you know, just, I mean, just the more information they have uh, and are able to do that. That's what, uh, that's what's scary. It's scary to me anyway, man, that they can, I mean, you see on your phone, your phone tells you, I'll, I'll be thinking, man, I wouldn't mind buying an ATV and I get it. I wouldn't say it. I'll think it. And 10 minutes later, I get a uh, advertisement for an ATV, like on my phone or whatever. So I'm like, either their AI is getting really, really uh, good or they're reading my mind. It's one of the two. You know? I was talking so. about Action Park with my wife. Like, I want to, and then next thing on my TikTok, it's like a commercial for Action Park. And then I want Yeah, they're, de- they're definitely listening to you, but it, it's scary, man. It really is. It's, uh, there was someone 60 minutes about, it. I'll send you the link to this guy did this, uh, did this thing about AI and about how they are literally going to be able to predict the future. It's crazy. Well, uh, next, uh, October 14th and the 16th, I'm going to be in Vegas at the skank fest, uh, at the Legion, <laughs> the Legion of skanks. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're going to meet Adam Levine there. And then October 17th, I'm doing the Scott Bayo charity, uh, golf tournament. Um, not for Scott Bayo, but for a charity he puts on, um, <laughs> And then um, October 20th to the 23rd, I'm at the, the Laugh Factory in Reno, Nevada. So uh, anyway, uh, you guys are the best. I'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. Take care. Thanks, bud. All right.